Got more space, more shelf space to put more stuff oh so we can grow. Oh my goodness, that is the best thing I've ever we seen. We can grow, which is the whole, this, well, the place, I'm going to write, the place looks great. The place looks great. For those of you who are wondering what is going on. Jacob says it looks gorgeous. Um, we are not, in fact, two <laughs> New York ladies. <laughs> Well, of advanced age. My spirit animal is. Yeah. We mm. are actually putting mm. on what they call accents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> accents. Welcome to the Accent Podcast. The Today accent we'll be podcast. delving into <laughs> to New York ladies. <laughs> ladies in their 60s. In New York. Yes. Um, or in the East Coast. Yeah, I suppose East Coast. You could say, yeah, no, East that's pretty specifically kind of New York, isn't it? I wouldn't know because I, you know, my, my accents in the East Coast are, are very general because I've actually never been there. Mm. So I'm kind of like, right. I think this is the idea. I've seen a few Scorsese movies. Sure, and that's all you need. That's all you need yeah. to know. My 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 wife's family. My wife is uh, is Jewish, mm-hmm. and her family uh, is comes from New York. Ah, so I've got uh, I've got aunts and uh, and, nice. and like and and cousins. So you've, you've heard it firsthand. Who uh, who are from out there, and it's my my favorite thing. Yeah, to talk with them because. They're like they just. I love the accent. I think it's just so so classic and wonderful. It's just beautiful. It is great. Um, I just sipped out of my coffee tumbler backwards. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was huh. a good move. Hmm. You know what's funny is the the on that point while we're while we're delving into this area, they're like our cousins, Talia's cousins, the children, don't have the same accent. Huh. So I don't know if like there was something from that era, that time, that there was a like if there was shows on at that point, if there was some kind of I don't know if there's some popular. Yeah. Whatever, but like that 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 accent didn't necessarily didn't necessarily pass on to her cousins, who kind of, you know, they almost they almost just sound like, like if you were to go to a drama school and say what is standard American what is standard American yeah you know it's like they just they just sound kind of like Americans. Well, I know, I'm well <laughs> look like not like East Coast Americans like they just sound like just broad, general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in all honesty, I think that uh, where I come from in Oklahoma, the country accent that when you, you know, like I grew up around a lot of kids that absolutely had kind of a country accent. Like a twang. And, yeah. yeah. And, and I did not. And, and my brother did not. And so um, <laughs> it probably comes out in certain words. But it's just interesting how I, I, I don't know. I never let myself fall into it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And so maybe well, that's a, I, maybe there's a choice behind it. And I wonder way. if younger people, because, you know, the cousins I'm talking about, they're like our age or younger. Yeah. Um. Like I wonder if if growing up in a world that has so much access to it, like you can you can you communicate with people all over America. Yeah. Like what is and there's more access to media. There's more access to just other options. You're not That's just true. you're not just talking to your friends at school and your teachers and whatever else. You're, I wonder if if we're kind of amalgamating into one American boring accent. Yeah. Across the country. Yeah. Or and over time, over time I'm global. I yeah. wonder if there'll be like a global. We all kind of speak the same thing. It'll be English. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no, that was a total joke. Our, that was a total joke. That was a total joke. Our fans I, from other, our fans in France. I, I was our kidding. French fans are uh, going to murder be us. Livid. I know. No, that's a joke because that's a very American thing to say, yeah. and I don't necessarily feel that. I'd love to learn another language, because um, I I know a little bit of Spanish. Yeah. 
Um, I've picked up key phrases here and there from other languages, but uh, mostly inappropriate things because yeah. that's what happens when you totally. when you meet somebody from another country. They teach you a sentence, and you're like, "Can I say that in polite conversation?" They're like, "Absolutely like, not. No, please don't. Don't say that in polite conversation, <laughs> you American jerk. Say that in impolite conversation, yes. which yes. is most conversations. Yes. No, but but uh, it it uh, th- that wasn't actually what I was going to say. What's so funny? I went they talk about tangential, but worth it. That mm-hmm. whole accent conversation, yeah, had nothing to do with what I was going to say. What I was going to say is we just moved into a new facility. Our, now, obviously, we're still in the right. same place. So if right. you're watching the podcast, you're like, no, you're like, you, no, you, no, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> you're still there. Okay. Our, our sales, corporate, and production studio is going to be in Pasadena, for mm-hmm. those of you who want to stalk us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll be we'll be doing that starting next month. Great. That's when we'll be out there. Um, but our facility for producing emissions-reducing additives mm-hmm. uh, was moved to Sacramento, and that part's been done. And mm-hmm. I just got pictures from and Mike. The, we talk about Mike a lot. And yes, we podcast. do. Yes, we do. I got uh, pictures from Mike, and he sent, uh, yeah, sent us what the what you know what the place looks like. And uh, man, what a slick spot we got up there. It is really slick. We're gonna be it visiting it la- nice. later this month. See yeah. it in person, but yeah. but uh, yeah, it's really really cool. We look like we know what we're doing. Which <laughs> I'm very is great. excited about yeah, it. It's just I really it's clean, really well organized, really you know. It we're looks going, gorgeous. I could not be more proud of Michael and his more warehouse. Proud of what Michael's doing. <laughs> He's so great. He's such a wonderful kid. Yes, yeah, such a wonderful kid. I'm worried that this might be a little too high and covering your face. <sighs> I always see that after we're done recording. Our mics were moved around a little bit, obviously, because everything's moving around a little bit. And so we're going to get If you can't see my face, call in. Call in. Okay. Uh, we moved it well enough. <laughs> so we moved it well enough. No, but we're going to dive right in. I okay. mean, we did five minutes on accents, but that's, di- <laughs> <laughs> that's diving in for the BioFriendly Podcast. Speaking of, welcome to the BioFriendly Podcast. I'm Jacob. And I'm Noel. And we're going to get right in because we still have a lot to do. And there's we a do? lot going on. Yes. <sighs> lots lots of work to do. So we're going to get this done. Okay. And uh, you know how last week you confessed to the audience? You were like, look, guys, we had to record this one you know, the day before and all that. Well, this one, we can honestly tell you, this is happening the day of. Yeah, you're seeing this in, a, in like an hour. In an hour yeah. from now. We're only an hour ago. Exactly. Yeah. So this is this is live. It's, it's live. <laughs> I mean, it's, as not. We, it's not live, <laughs> but it is right now. It is November 7th, the day the podcast releases, and yeah. we're doing it hours before. Yeah. So I found a cool subject today that I thought was kind of fun. Um this was basically, there was a competition recently to come up with like cutting edge ways to refreeze the Arctic. Yeah. Refreeze. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's do it. Let's, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So um, an international design competition, the runner up appealing for radical approaches to sustainability is the latest series of new proposals for refreezing the Earth's poles. Okay. okay. So led by 29 year old architect Ferris Rajak Kataha Tuaha. I practiced that one a little bit before we started. Was that? Did you get it right or did you practice it wrong? I, like, I would love. Of course, at home, I practiced it wrong. If you're home, you're like Kuaka, Klautu, Varata, Niktu. I just opened the Book of the Dead with that one. Um, no, but I was walking. I was like, as I was waiting for you to get up here, I was practicing the phrasing. So I probably practiced it wrong, but it looks right, I, like how I would say it. Yeah. Um, so him and a, a team they envis- envisaged. A submersible vessel capable of producing a 16-foot-thick, 82-foot-wide hexagonal iceberg. Okay. So, basically, they did a... So, under the ocean... 
Yes. We're gonna we're gonna drop these things every. So how how, how much of us? It's a, a, it, it is eighteen. I mean, sixteen feet thick, yeah. eighty-two feet wide. Yeah. Hexagonal iceberg. So it looks like a honeycomb. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. So you put one every. Uh, 164 feet. You got to put one of these down and then you make a little honeycomb of, so we're going to need, that's a great business, man. So what's great about it? Is this so essentially, instead of, fixing, instead of fixing the environment, let's pay for a bunch of, uh, a bunch of just of these little devices to throw every, uh, well, how big is the Arctic? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I've got some fun facts for you. I've okay. got some fun facts for you. So I read it. And first of all, I was like, this is the most biofriendly <laughs> podcast topic ever. Uh, because essentially, if you're not following along, it's a submarine that makes ice cubes for the Arctic. <laughs> so it's a giant ice making machine. So essentially, yeah. you know, they're going to be followed around by like a giant tea making. No, I'm kidding. So ice tea. <laughs> um, but they like... The idea now. This is not a real thing that exists yet. No, it's it was a contest. A, it was a competition yeah. for creative ways, and these guys came up. They were like, technically, we could have this submarine, and on the submarine, it has this thing where it scoops up the salt water, Scoop and it, it has a process that drains out the salt of the of the other thing, and then it freezes this block of ice over the course of one month. And then after one month, it drops this massive hexagon of ice in the ocean, and there, there it goes. And then they do it again and again and again. And then they begin to interlock like a honeycomb. So when you look at the pictures of the design, it looks like kind of like pixelated. You know, it's like really fascinating to see. Yeah. Um, but they, they would then start to connect together. And then slowly over time, you would begin to rebuild all these ice sheets and it would be freezing and bringing up more and more cold temperatures and reflecting the, the sunlight like uh-huh. it's supposed to. Yeah. So that's the idea. And I, when I read it, I was like, yeah, it seems kind of far fetched. And there's some criticism, which I'll go to in a second, of course. But isn't that kind of cool? It's adorable. It's a, ad- <laughs> <laughs> we hear at the, I, I hope that they could use that when they're like, when they're pitching it around to companies, it says the biofriendly podcast says it's, it's adorable. adorable. <laughs> Oh my God! That's okay. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I mean, what the heck? It gives you something to do. Give you some, look. We're all going to hell in a handbasket. We got to make up some ideas no, as I we just, go. No, I love I'm to kidding. look at this from both perspectives. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna look at this from the perspective of the yeah. hardcore environmentalist, okay. which is, which, which I imagine is, yeah. What's the point of refreezing the? poles when yeah. we just continue to burn up the atmosphere right, because right. we started a cycle of action that is impossible to stop right. and it'll just go worse and worse and worse and it's going to then melt that honeycomb and then you're just going to be basically wasting more energy and producing more greenhouse gases to then produce ice cubes that are just going to melt right. and what's the point we're all going to die and go eat it yeah yeah and then i think look at the guys on the other side uh who are who are, who are going to say oh oh that's oh great good so we're going to spend however many Billions of dollars to put a bunch of submarines and put hexagons <laughs> on something that we've only been monitoring <laughs> since 1977, and we right. have no idea actually what the what the native state of the Arctic is anyway. Yeah. And so you've gone and wasted all this money, this time doing that, and you're a bunch of idiots. Right. And then you get the biofriendly podcast that says, which is it's adorable. It's adorable. <laughs> And so that's the different, those are the only perspectives you can have on this, on the giant ice making submarine. I think, I think that, I think that, um, like, we can finish this if you want to no, talk no, about no, it. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. No, I, I, my honest opinion is, I think, opinion. I think it's, I think it's kind of cool that they're out there. Like, but people are like, oh, if, theoretically, if you want to do this, and that, remember, 
we're talking theoretical. This was a contest. So mm-hmm. so we can't mm-hmm. be too hard on somebody who comes up with like, oh, yeah. so you wanted a theory of how to do this. Here's here's a way you can do it. Yeah, and I think it's awesome. He's 23. He's too. 23. So he's awesome. got he's got he's got, you know, he's an like, idea. He's like, here's an idea for technology. It would be kind of cool and you can honeycomb it together and you can yeah. fix it. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. And that's why, and they say it's adorable because it would never, you can't why? No. Why exactly. would you do it? Why would you do this? Why thing? would you do it? But how awesome to have come up with it. It's a it's a clever idea. Um, I love the drawings of it because it just looks like the best gig ever. Yeah. It looks like they're on this they're on this very James Bond sleek looking submarine. You know, it's all angular, very Apple store. And they've got these ice blocks that are being launched out of the submarine. And I was like, that would be just a cool be like, where are you interning this winter? You know, it's like, yeah. well, I'm making ice cubes in the Arctic. <laughs> but, you know, that's my job. I'm just cruising yeah. around, just, yeah. just making ice cubes. Yeah. Um, but they uh, but yeah. And I think it would be cool if you could like, why does it have to be a hexagon? Like, you know, when you get those ice trays. Yeah. That have different shapes. Yeah. You could get like batarangs. <laughs> you could get Han Solos. You know, like why does it have to just be the hexagon? That is so biofriendly podcast after our talk about panda, panda shaped solar yeah, panels yeah, yeah. and everything else. If I'm gonna make so, giant ice cubes. I mean, all right. So yeah, like you made me think of there's this this uh this gift that that uh Santa gave to my son uh-huh. many years ago. Right. Uh, which was the these cats. It's a bunch of cats that interlock and connect each other to make like a cat puzzle thing or you can make a new cat cube or whatever else but you have to figure out the puzzle of how the cats are all going to fit yeah and that's what that like my immediate thing was that's hilarious so we got a bunch of different objects we're like we're we're making the custom ice blocks to go throughout there and put together um but like the problem is the reason they're hexagons is because they 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 can they can merge easily they can form it they can bounce into each other and create one ice block easily but how hilarious if someone's like no no we're gonna do custom shapes that have to puzzle together yeah custom (laughs) shapes like a but like a like a bowl of lucky charms like purple hearts you know Uh, yeah (laughs) green clovers yellow moons pink diamonds and what's so fun is purple horseshoes It's these specific puzzles and shapes. And then we do it. We accomplish it. And then a thousand years from now, they look at the Arctic and they're like, it's a rainbow fruit flavor. Well, like, what happened here? Like, where? Why? Like, there was no recording of, that we've done it. Yeah, well, because we're all dead. Yeah, we're all dead. So, so we die. And, and then so they the find the Arctic they can, yes. and they're like, yeah. the Arctic is in the shape of Lucky Charms. We don't know how that happened, but anyway. We found this ancient, ancient fossil. These this fossilized, fossilized Lucky Charms box. Yeah. And we've noticed that it matches what's in the Arctic. Yeah. This means that aliens must have come down. Come down and made shapes. And one of them shaped like Han Solo, because that survived the apocalypse. Of course too. it did. That's the only yeah. thing that will uh, survive. Star Wars will survive. Yeah. Um, but if J.J. Uh, Abrams doesn't kill it. Maybe no. That's a whole other. Oh! Bo- oh! Look at your sound wave. <laughs> it just blew up. You spat on me. Did I? You spat on me. I'm, I'm, wiping, I'm wiping off my arm. I'm getting back Do to you, you for last week. That there are diseases? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, it's my revenge. Okay. Um, Fair enough. enough. Okay. So criticism wise, uh, Andrew Shepard, professor of, here comes the buzz. Oh, now they're going to criticize. Okay. Okay, Here comes the buzz kills. Okay. The buzz kills. Ready? Andrew Shepard, professor. (laughs) 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 Professor at the University of Leeds, Leeds England, believes the solution is promising, but difficult to apply in real (laughs) life. Really? (laughs) Shepard said it would take 10 million of these (laughs) submarines. 
Of course it's impossible to apply. <laughs> of course. So here's this kid. He wins a science project. And here comes Andrew Shepard. Here comes like, some jerk from Leeds. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is feasible. It's a good idea, but we need 10 million dollars. <laughs> we don't understand the cost. This is worth the return on investment. Well, I this is a disaster. This is a complete and utter disaster. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix is dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was I not involved. Uh, okay. So uh, anyway, so that he said that's a lot of machines to build for context that's not far off the total number of model t fords built in all time so that's just to okay give you some that's a stupid thing to say i know right Do you know, no i'm saying this is not jake i'm talking about the article the all total model t fords built of all time yeah. okay model t fords were like the first mass production car of right, course there right. aren't going to be a lot of model t fords yeah now if he had said as as compared to all of the ford explorers built of all time yeah. then i'd be impressed yeah 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 yeah. model yeah. t fords model t fords no they've got calm a, down you know andrew shepherd andrew shepherd you are no you are no <laughs> your invite to this podcast has been revoked canceled andrew shepherd is, is canceled we're gonna i'm gonna stick up for this poor this kid i can you know i'm glad you're taking this approach because i know it's preposterous but i had Admire his his chutzpah. The, here's the thing that's so dumb, but the the, the question yeah. is preposterous. Yes. How do we refreeze the article? How do we article? refreeze the article? Come <laughs> on. Well, what happened was it was the Come planting on. the planting trees got the people of the ice worlds. Like yeah. people, they were like, well, we want to do something too. We got to refreeze the Arctic. Whereas, whereas like the tree planters are like, look, man, we put a seed into a ground and water it and it works. You can't go up to the Arctic and just, you know, get a, a fan and just hope you're going to cool everything off. But that's exactly what's going on right now. Okay. So was, was second place a giant fan? <laughs> second place, no, <laughs> I am so glad before I get to that. Hold on. Um, so we finish off the criticism real yeah, quick? Yeah, one so more cr- criticism, yeah. and then I'm going to move on to something funny, um, That because uh, nothing has been funny up until this point. Um, so this other person, um, uh, Carly Casella, in an article for Science Alert, stressed that contrary to widespread belief, uh, melting icebergs do not contribute to rising sea levels. Um, so she's like, you know, that's not necessarily going to change anything. That's true. And then she says, is also skeptical of how the submarine would fundamentally operate. And does she explain why that? Why, yeah. Because if she doesn't, I will. Yeah. I, you, you would probably do a better job. So you do it. She just she just says it doesn't. You know, okay. they're already floating. In you the go ocean. to the you go to this to the uh, uh, the McDonald's, which we all go to because we're all environmentally friendly people. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and we want to eat meat. Yeah. Yeah. You go to. Well, no. OK. You're going to your your vegan based restaurant that you found okay that is serving veggie uh, grill yeah you're going to veggie grill and you're going up to the the ice water machine okay to mm-hmm. get your water or your or your sustainable fruit juice sure and you pour ice into your cup okay okay mm-hmm. and then all your cup of, made your, from bamboo from bamboo and then you take that cup and then you put in your lemonade uh-huh okay so your lemonade is in your cup full of ice. Right. Now you get busy in a great conversation or you're listening to a hit podcast and you can't, you can't stop right. listening to it. Right? right. Right. And all of the ice in the cup melts. Melts. Does the amount of liquid in the cup change? No. No. Oh. Because the volume is the same. <gasps> Did you just drop some serious knowledge? Mic drop from Noel. That's right. Yeah. So the, the issue is not whether or not the Arctic is going to melt. The issue is more the Antarctic because that is not floating in the water. That right. is that is snow 
that is on land, right? That's exactly what she said. On land, that's that's what we're that's what we're concerned about, and that takes longer to defrost. That is, you nailed it. You are a scientist. You are a brilliant man (laughs) because this scientist here in this article said it's not about the stuff that's in the water. It's about the stuff that's in the land. We don't need to refreeze the Arctic. We need to refreeze. Basically, we need to get the snow and the ice that's on land. We need to get that. And then she also said, and by the way, building these mini submarines is just putting a lot more greenhouse gases back into the atmosphere. So she's like, it kind of counteracts the thing. So there's a lot of criticism. (laughs) There's a lot of criticism. But again, Again. I'm going to stick up for this poor kid. Yeah. This kid wasn't asked, hey, can you come up with a solution for global warming? They said, can you refreeze the Arctic? Yeah. So if someone says to you, hey, can you reanimate this dead monkey. Yes. And, he and you said, come up with some kind of ridiculous, energy he, intensive, stupid way to reanimate the monkey. And people he did are going to say, what is the what is the practicality of reanimating a monkey? And he's like, I was asked and he's to like, do I it. I was asked to do this dumb, stupid friggin' thing. There's Leave a, me alone. There's a five thousand dollar prize. Back off, man. Back off. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to pay my college loans. Right. <laughs> so he he goes, so so basically what I was gonna say is now the criticism's done. And, okay. and 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 I want to get to the point is you said you said earlier you said um what were the other ideas you know for this thing <laughs> so okay so the the other two which they don't get into too much you can dig deeper but uh, it says somebody came up with sprinkling them with artificial sand to reflect the sun great light then the other one was blasting seawater into the sky to brighten the clouds <laughs> That's great. That's great. But this is what I was confused by (laughs) during my research. This is what I was confused by during my research. It kept talking about every article. If you go find refreeze the Arctic, if you go on Bing (laughs) and you search for it, it will, you will find this article about the submarine. You will find it over and over and over again. And in every article, it says the runner up, the runner up, the runner up. And I kept going, why are there so many articles about the person who came in second on this ASA design, international design competition, why is right. everybody only talking? That's a good like, question. Like, why? What? Who won first place? So right. I go to the actual site because I'm digging everywhere, like first place, ASA, international design competition. Yeah. And I'm looking around and I finally find it on their site. And then I realized all of a sudden why everybody was talking about the ice submarine thing and not the first prize winner. Because the first prize winner was called the Eternal Sustainability. Uh, a new type of eco-crematorium to reutilize our dead body back to nature. All right, drop this one on me. (laughs) So all I know from this is I realized this was a crematorium for human bodies that basically will help get bodies back into the earth, feed the soil, and make the earth you know, release, you know, absorb more carbon, do all that. That was the plan. But I realized right then and there, the ASA gave these people the first place prize for this genius idea, but nobody in the news wanted to talk about a crematorium. Crematorium. Everybody was like, uh, let's talk about the ice cube tray submarine. Let's not talk about it. That's hilarious. Because it's more interesting to talk about things that are just... Well, yeah, like totally like, out there. Preposterous. And, and, and preposterous. This right, is so no. Th- so the winner. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta yeah. see this. Oh, here. This okay. Is, so, right, so tell I'll, us. Tell us about the winner. Okay. I'm, so it says. Because I still don't get it. I know. I don't either. A new type of eco crematorium to reutilize our dead body back to nature. The new eco crematorium is a project which is standing somewhere between the research possibility and the surreal vision, leading us to question on the sensitive topics, the modern funeral and the modern graveyard. Okay. So. 
so it's basically the new eco crematorium integrated into the typical empty or unbuilt space of each city, creating the new type of public space and serving as the eco crematorium itself underground in parallel. So they don't, there's a whole bunch of diagrams and charts and science research into this that I don't quite understand, or I haven't really dug into because it was dark. But what I thought was weird was, is they have the crematorium underground of a major area in the city. So you're just like walking around playing b-ball out shooting hoops with some friends. some friends out b-ball outside of school when a couple of guys are up to no good. <laughs> start making trouble, trouble in the neighborhood. There's got a little, one little fight. My mom got scared saying, but what the Aldi and Uncle Bel Air? And you said, I got to get out of here because I'm standing on top of an eco crematorium. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's the here's the problem with them winning the contest and why yeah. nobody's talking about it. Why? Is because they did not come up with a solution to refreeze the Arctic. Yes. They yes. came up with a solution that helps. Global warming that yes. helps climate change. Yes. And if those were the terms of the agreement, then I think it's crap yes. that they won the contest. Yeah. And I feel bad for these kids getting criticized. Yes. For coming up with, with actually so actual solutions yeah. to the stupid question that was asked in the first place. Yeah. Because if you're saying, what's about, okay, how about this? How about we use an additive that reduces uh, greenhouse gas emissions by 7%? Right. That would help yeah. refreeze the Arctic. Yeah. What a bunch of buttheads. <laughs> I'm, what a bunch whole, of buttheads. The reason, Noel Carroll, the, the reason nobody is talking about the first place winner in this is because the first place winner cheated. This is crap. Yeah. They yeah. took, they, they went for a solution that was just an eco, a general eco-friendly solution. And it's right. an advertisement for a stupid form of doing crap with our bodies. <laughs> I'm upset. He's upset. Well, I, I want to spend, I want Dr. Leeds University to go, to go I to want town Andrew, on that guy. I want Andrew Shepard to go like, well, let me tell you <laughs> something about bodies and grounds. Here's your situation now. There is a booming result to find an eco-friendly way to cremate our bodies in order to reduce the amount of air pollution that's going into the environment. It's a fantastic idea, except it completely goes against the, the spirit of the game. The idea was, how are we going to refreeze the Arctic? <laughs> they came up with something they're not even doing. There's no part of the Arctic at all. What happened to my submarines? What happened to my reflective mirrors? Why can't I spray water into the sky to make the clouds more fluffy? <laughs> Why don't I throw sand on the, <laughs> the building ice? <laughs> like, what? Wow, oh. I'm, this is I'm hopped up this, on this. This has been a moment with Noel. <laughs> I am so upset. Yeah, this so whole thing is like this it's is, preposterous. Uh, it's a disaster. Because all right, if you take because the only way you can accept this is that it's a fun, stupid game. And yeah. as a fun, stupid game, you have a lot of really creative, <laughs> impossible yeah. solutions. And yeah. all of those really creative, impossible solutions should have won money. And I'm upset <laughs> that these kids who came up with them aren't going to get money to go towards their college. I agree. Uh, I mean, they may have. I don't know. I don't know what huh. the prize was for the ASA for, International Design Competition. So maybe, I think they, maybe they got something like a second place. I thing. sent them all tumblers. <laughs> well, it's something. <laughs> it's it's some, something. They all got hey, tumblers. When BioFriendly has our contest, and we and I want to have one preposterous contest a year. That's I think they'll be fun. That goes towards your towards yeah. your college debt and or scholarship. The prepon test. The prepon test. <laughs> the preponster test. I, 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 yeah, because that because <laughs> now that they've done that, I, that was kind of that was fun. Yeah, it's, like, it's fun to say okay. I, all right, let's. Kentucky wants a stairway to Mars. Yes. Hey, we came up we with that. We know that. We know that's true. Stairway to Mars. So please figure out a way 
to build a to stairway. To make it work that you could actually yeah. have a stairway to Mars. Yeah, it is. It's a fun engineering challenge. And it's like, look, if you had hundreds of trillions of dollars to spend and you could do whatever you wanted, could this be a solution? And I think that that's the heart of what the Arctic submarine and freezing the, the caps were. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the thing that I thought was... I don't get what this eco crematorium was, but the the thing that I got from the end of it, I was like, I was like, okay, here's all these other really, ex- like out there, out of the box, Willy Wonka, like this is crazy. We're gonna do this. We're gonna shoot liquid into the sky. We're gonna freeze ice cubes. And right. then there was the graveyard, and I was like, they won first place. And I was like, is was it because it was an actual manageable idea that could be accomplished or what? I don't know, but nobody is giving press on that, on that first prize winner. Because it's bull honky. (laughs) It's not the question that was asked. It is not the question that was asked doing it. That's coming up with another climate change solution as a business is not what was asked. Mm -hmm. That is, yeah. Will that eventually over, over time do things that make a difference to make it less freezing in the Arctic or yeah. to make it more freezing in the Arctic. That's yeah. okay. Probably. Sure. Sure. That's not what that's, that's, that's so dumb. Yeah. I'm ups- I'm massively upset. Call now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell, I wish, I really wish sometimes this was like a radio show in the morning where you could take a caller. Cause I would love it in these moments that you could be like, like, you know, some guy from the East Coast, like, hey, no, this, I disagree. You're the dummy. And you're like, you're the dummy. No, you're the dummy. <laughs> and we just get this talk radio. Hey. <laughs> Your New York lady accent is terrible. Your New York lady accents are crap. <laughs> um, it's a travesty. <laughs> it's travesty. No, but it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, uh, so essentially that was it. I, 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 I saw a article about freezing the Arctic, and I was like, that is the most biofriendly topic we've had in weeks. It is, and I'm glad we did that, because I feel like we've been, we've been, uh, we've we've been, been a little tired. Little we have bit, been tired. A little it's, bit off our game, and for that, I apologize to the audience. It, it's been difficult, because, and thank you for riding with us this whole time. Um, yeah, because over the past couple of weeks, it's been like, we got to do this podcast, and, and like we're in Vegas, and we're like, well, let's just do it about Vegas, and we're going to throw right. it in last minute when we can, when the sun going down you know so but this time i saw it and and given the reaction that it got out of Noel, i know that we're back in business baby (laughs) (laughs) these are good biofriendly topics because it's more it's more fun to talk about it is more fun there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh creative minds out there and and that kid uh you know at his age and his group of friends like to put their time and energy and coming up with these creative solutions, I mean, that will lead to other ideas and other creative well, solutions. That's that's, that's, that's the, the th- point of it, right? That's the thing. That's right. that's why you have a contest contest that asks something ridiculous, is right. because you get people to think way outside the box, and then people yeah. in thinking way outside the box, you come up with stuff that is practical. Yeah, and that's really good that you yeah. have stuff that's practical that you can come back with. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that there's a crematorium. I think it's fine. I don't think they should have won no, the first I ju- prize. I was just going <laughs> to say, I, the, everybody did great except for the first pri- prize winner. That guy can just go home with his twisted eco crematorium and get his weird macabre sensibilities <laughs> and shove him up his patootie. No, no, I mean, look, <laughs> if he's going to do something that helps the environment and that and yeah. that eventually refreezes the Arctic. Yeah. God, that's funny. I want to see um, that competition, though, because you have the on stage, you have the kid going like, oh, let's put ice cubes in the Arctic. Yeah. And then they cut over to this kid who's on, uh, in all black, and he's like, it's an eco-crematorium. <laughs> <laughs> But it did, you know you look at the you look at the way that's put I yeah. I am going to bet donuts to dollars? danishes to do- 
that that was put to, that the solution was put together by a company that already had that crematorium in place and was yeah. already doing and, and it was a total cheat. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to research it because I don't have time. It was probably John's pantyhose. We know ever since they dropped us from the show, yeah, they was, have gotten into the graveyard business. Jerks. Jerks. I mean, we liked them when they were sponsors, but now not dead to us. They're dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that's their business. Dead to us. Um, <laughs> well, I think anyway, we better get back down. We better get back get down to, to work. It's moving yeah, it's, some, moving yeah, some more yeah. stuff. All right. Well, this has been the Biofriendly Podcast. Your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Sound years ahead of the competition. Saving the world eventually. Tantamount. So glorious. So handsome. Tangential, but worth it. I mean, that's the most flawless one we've ever done. That's a good sign. High five. High five. America. America. Thanks for joining us. I we mean, love and you. world. And okay. world. We, and can't, we can't make that joke anymore, really, because it's a worldwide podcast. It is world. We're to be global. like, all, America, I love America. But we're, I mean, I do love America. But, I love America. But we're global. But I do love the world, too. We love you all. Yeah. World. World. <laughs> See you next time. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.